You're listening to the Love is Black podcast. Where the host of fly. The love is dope. And the conversation's always 100. Your favorite podcast. You know what it is. It's love and it's black and I am Harvey. And I'm Carice. And we are having another great episode. This episode, we have guests. And when we have guests, we either have maybe a professional or a married couple. But this time, we have friends. Professional best friends. Professional best friends. And for as long as they've been friends, yeah, they're good at it. You can tell once you get a chance to listen or watch this, you see two people who clearly have been together for a long time and know each other so very well. This was a fantastic interview. It is a crossover episode between the Love is Black podcast and He Said, She Said. And I think that it's really important that you guys kind of, you know, Hit up both, show a little love both sides. No but let's tell you a little bit about our guests. We've got Morgan and we've got Byron. Morgan's a licensed speech language pathologist, a mother of an amazing six-year-old uh, son, and the host of the He Said, She Said IA podcast, a podcast where three childhood friends come together to discuss life from two different perspectives, a male perspective and a female perspective. And she loves coming to the table weekly to get real to heal. Mr. Byron, Harvey will tell you about. Byron, he is a 40-year-old single Black man with no kids. Born and raised in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. He's super passionate about sports, love, and travel. He recently started the podcast with his friends to just give an inside perspective from a man's point of view. Basically to provoke conversations between couples as well as singles to give them different perspectives and start a conversation. That is Byron Jackson. You guys are going to love this. Get your pen, get your paper, write some notes down. We're talking about all sorts of things from dating to friendship to even digging into our relationship. Yeah, we talk. Yeah, we give a little bit of us, you know, even if you if you don't know about us, you'll pick up a little bit about us. You don't know. Now, you know, Now you know, enjoy the episode. Hey, we're back. He said, she said the podcast and they're here with us hey what's good how y'all doing and we're here with them love is black he says she says okay okay so i should have said it okay crossover episode crossover i like that you know oh the crossover yes that's it right right Welcome and thank you for having ha- having us and for us having them. Yeah. Of that complete crossover. Having cool. each other, yeah. Yeah, having each other. I like that. I like that. Um, we talk about black love and we do it as a couple. But I listen to you guys. I find other podcasts, but a, a podcast talking about love, relationships, whatever, yeah. and single. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's why we wanted to have you guys on so we can get that different perspective. Absolutely. So. I'm going to start with this question. I was reading, I guess, your description for your podcast. And it's two childhood friends coming together to talk about life from two different perspectives, male and female. We are here to get people talking. Let's get real to heal. Yeah. What are we healing from? Listen. (laughs) (laughs) We were just in discussion about healing. But honestly, we're healing from 
previous relationships, previous child, uh, childhood trauma, which affects our attachments and how we even bond with others. And we're talking about friendships. So mm-hmm. um, we've, we've both, and as well as our producer EC, have dealt with various things in relationships, whether platonic, whether family, whether um, romantic. And so we want to get people talking. Like our goal when we discuss is to have people talking in their own areas when they're listening to the podcast and they need to pause it, do that. Um, or even afterwards. So the the one thing that I was told when I was on my healing journey, I'm going to be quiet eventually, you know, (laughs) one thing I was told on my healing journey, um, when I was, um, seeking counseling was the more I tell my story, the easier it's going to become and the more I'm going to heal. And so that's what I want people to do is heal out loud in safe spaces though. So that's what we want people to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that the, the main basis is we just want to make it easier to have those uncomfortable conversations, you know, within the relationship mm-hmm. and just friendship, relationship, or just in life in general, right. basically. Right. Yes. I love that. It's very important that we open up and, and have these conversations. And I think that the value here, what we have is that when we're talking on our podcast, we typically are just talking from married people's perspective, like neither one of us have been single in about 14 years. And so when we hit on some of those single topics, I think we're a little bit dated. Mm, a little bit, that's all right. <laughs> and for the best reason possible. Reason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, there's so much to talk about because I feel like even the dynamics of COVID and the pandemic have changed the dating world so much so than I could have even possibly imagined as somebody who was just trying to survive marriage in that situation. And so, oh, wow. He's looking at me like, you don't know. Uh, you got to survive. Oh my God. I made it through another month. <laughs> <laughs> all trying to survive out here but what I'm right. saying is is that you know every day is a, a choice to continue to stay married or continue to fight for it or continue to stay in that relationship whatever your situation may be and so let's just talk on that just a little bit like what is dating like after the pandemic go ahead B I mean <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm like actively dating like that per se, but um, it's very different. You know, uh, everybody is careful. I think the the main uh, way of meeting people nowadays is, you know, via the internet, dating websites and things of that sort. So it's not so much to, you know, you go into the coffee shop or the library or church to meet somebody. It's more or less this dating, you know, this dating website or this dating app. And then, you know, going from there, pretty much, I think that's the biggest change that has happened, you know, since uh, what you call the, you know, the pandemic. pandemic. Thank you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's what I, that's what I've noticed. Yeah. One of the things that I noticed is one, I'm an introvert already, and then I'm a single mother already. So it's like, my time is limited. So I definitely have become more intentional about who I spend my time with and how I spend my time, um, my free time, that is, Yeah. you know, and then also with the pandemic, just even, I think I've asked almost everyone, which is really a HIPAA question, but it's like, 
are you vaccinated? Because I work in a geriatric setting, like with, um, and so I don't want to possibly carry carry COVID to them, or you know, have be carrying it to my facility as well. So I think that's a big thing. I've never asked anyone <laughs> about being vaccinated, um, and then even yeah, like you said, the um, the online scene. Because I think before COVID, I probably like I was kind of like eh, dating yeah. online. I don't know about that, right. um, but definitely became more open to that. But also something that it's, you, it's you the new norm, now, right? If you think about it, right? It really is. Yes, I've had two friends actually um, be found by their husbands on um, on dating websites and are happy five years in. You know, it was before COVID, but still now it's just kind of normal. Yeah. One thing though that you have talked about, B, was um, kind of the eruption of some mental health concerns just after oh, COVID. 100%, yeah. Like noticing that in people yeah. who uh, are pursuing. I, well, I, I think uh, the thing with the pandemic is it, it really brought everybody's life to a complete screeching halt, mm-hmm. you know, with, with everything shut down. And so when you don't have that day-to-day life, you know, distractions in life, it really makes you sit and like with yourself mm-hmm. and deal with yourself and whatever things that you may or may not have had happen in your life or that's going on. And it's just like, okay, well, I don't have my daily life distractions going on right now. So it's now you're, you're really having to sit and like deal with some things and think about some things. So I, I think it brought out a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of demons, a lot of trauma, a lot of issues that people may have had that wouldn't have even realized they had, had they been able to continue with their normal day-to-day routine. But when everything shut down, you, you can't go nowhere. You really can't do nothing. You're forced to stay home with your children or your significant other, spending all this extra time that you're not accustomed to. I think it really was in a sense, traumatizing in, in some way, form of fashion to a lot of people, which now it, it, I think it's really bringing out a call for attention to mental health because mm-hmm. a lot of people are realizing these issues that they didn't necessarily have that are now at the forefront and they don't know how to deal with it, you right. know? Right. And I think too, like where you're like, people can't get away from the distractions in their everyday life. When I was, during COVID, I was um, working um, at a religious organization um, as like the director of care staff and the number of increased um, addictions, the number of increased, um, just like overall, um, just trying to escape um, domestic violence increased. Uh, We saw that a lot. And then the number of deaths, of course. So it affected people in a major way. And then how did that affect the dating pool? Um, I remember I I went on a date during COVID and people were like, how did you go on a date during COVID? Well, um, he asked me, we, I asked that we checked to make sure we were vaccinated. And then we drove to a restaurant, ordered out, ate our food in a parking lot in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> and this was somebody I knew though. It wasn't like a first, first date. I mean, it was a first date, but I had known them. I had history with them. So I knew they were safe. Um, but during that time, they actually started crying during the date because it was just like, there was just so much and they were actually able to be out and have somebody listen to them face to face. So, you know, it, it is, it affects that way. And, and if you don't have that capacity in the moment, it could really kind of make you shy away too. Yeah. So since we're talking about, you know, COVID and such, B, 
since you probably you had a lot of time to yourself, obviously, like we all did. Did you learn anything about yourself kind of being in the uh, in your space without anybody? Uh, well, uh, actually, during the pandemic, I was in a relationship, but we okay. uh, later broke up towards the end of that year, but we were already having issues anyway. But no, I mean, honestly, yeah, I've learned a lot about myself. Um, I, I mean, I would probably go as far to say as I may have self-diagnosed myself on some things, you know what I'm saying? But I think uh, I, well, not to toot my own horn, but I like to credit myself in being able to just the self-awareness and the accountability and being able to work through those things myself. So, you know, so I, but I mean, I'm definitely a different person from, I'm, I'm a lot more understanding. I think I'm less stubborn and, and stuck in my ways. Like <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I wasn't that Hercules, bad. Hercules. I wasn't that bad, but no, I definitely, I, I think I, I, even though I think outside the box, I try to be more empathetic, I should say. That's, that's a huge thing with me. Cause I'm just like, listen, uh, that's all great, but I'm gonna need you to kind of get over it. Cause you know, and I'm like, oh, I can't be like that. I need to be a little more, you know, I'm a little more open and empathetic. And I, that's, I think that's huge. Cause it, it, it helps me maybe understand a little more what someone's going through, you know, and how they feel as opposed to me being in my head and thinking, well, okay, I, this is what I would do in that situation. So why are they tripping? You know? Mm -hmm. So I, I, I think it's, it's really made me realize and understand that, Hey, everybody don't think like me, you know, and I don't think like everybody else. So it's, it's opened my mind to being more open than I already am about a lot of things. But I also think that it's helped you accept more things about yourself. So then you're more accepting of other people too. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that self-awareness has allowed you to say, okay, if I went through this, even though I pulled myself out of it, yeah, I, I understand and have that empathy to know what they're going through, but you know, I can give them a little understanding. And we were talking um, earlier off camera, just about a situation that I had. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, and we were just discussing like, there is sometimes like your your trauma can affect certain situations and cause a behavior or you choose a behavior based on that and it doesn't always make the behavior um it doesn't make it justified but just actually having an understanding and an awareness of where it's coming from sometimes allows you know just you to know what's below that iceberg and so yeah. again it doesn't justify but it does help bring some understanding yeah i love that okay. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that was your question. No, that's all good. <laughs> that's all I think to kind of play off of that a little bit, once you learn a little bit more about yourself, and especially since the two of you have such a great close friendship where you're expressing to each other and getting to know each other better as the time goes by, what do we feel about dating by referral, like recommending a friend or so for each other to date? Is that a thing? Yeah, well, I mean, she she's tried it. <laughs> she tried it, but that was not but, under recommendation from me. I mean, I mean my, no my, thing, my thing is, I right now I'm just not open to dating. I I use I use the the term retired. retired they don't like it, but uh, yeah, no, I've I've been kind of closed off to dating for a while. But I mean, I, a lot of my friends are already married, and then the ones that aren't married, like. Uh, 
Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I mean, well, my, and, and plus, like, my thing is, is, like, I legit actually think of her as a sister. Mm -hmm. Like, I, even though we're not blood, but in my mind, we're brother and sister. Mm -hmm. So you already know how that goes where, like, all my friends, yo, my sister's off limits, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah, it... it I wouldn't. But I think the I underlying where I talked about the iceberg was underlying is B and I both know that a referral is kind of telling each other what to do or what we should do. And that <laughs> <laughs> and that doesn't work well with either one of us. No, um, so one thing that you know we might do is be like, hey, have you like talked to this person? have you thought about this person but that's as far as it goes and then if something occurs then we'll celebrate but it's really kind of a uh like a chill referral yeah, yeah, like yeah. just just take a look take a look yeah you do you i'm gonna do me but hey here's a recommendation you might want to explore right and if you don't i'm not pressuring you if you do you know i'm gonna be here and support it and and you know what what either way right 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 so that's us. I love that. How did you guys meet, though? I'm just curious. We met at work. Yeah, um, yeah we both worked. We both used to sell cable over the phone. And one of us did it better than the other. One of us. I'm not going to say who, but yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, um, just to give you enough to make this story as interesting as it can be, is I grew up in, when I was like 18, I was like, I'm never getting married. Never. I'm not doing it. My parents got married, divorced both got married both got divorced again like i'm not doing it. people around me it's not working out it's a wrap marriage is for the birds it's a wrap no i'm not doing it i walked into work one day and saw this one and i was like that's my life like yes. big game until you see who and i saw her and then she was dating somebody else there so i had to kind of wait for all that and he was a mess it was just a matter of time everybody around us knew that i was feeling her except her which all I guess happens. And I'm just, I'm waiting, whatever. Then finally, one of us got relieved of our duties at the job, which worked for me because I had a rule that I had said was that I would never date anybody I worked with again, because I've made that mistake before. I'm right. not, I wasn't going to do that again. Mm -hmm. I'm blaming you. Their duties, which opened I, up. I thought you weren't going to mention that. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> one of us. <laughs> Somebody no longer had to go to that building. I'm right. <laughs> So, so after that, then I waited and then we got together and pretty, pretty quick. I knocked the rub. We got married. Boom, boom, boom. 14, 13 plus years married later, 14 years knowing each other. And I knew I was going to marry her. She doesn't believe me. She's not the hopeless romantic. I was like, you the one. Like, she doesn't believe in that. He said, what I don't believe in is that he said it was love at first sight. He loved me from the minute he saw me. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. You don't know who I am. I could have opened up my mouth and sounded a whole kind of a fool. And he was like, nope, would have loved you. Like, that don't make no sense. That's the part that doesn't make sense. And my response to that is, does love make sense at all? It, it don't, but I, 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 I agree with her. Uh, it, yeah. Wow. And I agree with you, Harvey. Yeah. So. <laughs> Each of us has somebody on that side. Right? I can't, uh, yeah, I, I can't like go that. with that. He doesn't. This, you know, I think this brings up, we'll go with this. So we're kind of talking about our relationship. So we're getting together. And um, one thing I told her, and I'd like to hear you, both of your responses, is I, we got together. And I'm like, I don't know about getting married, but you the one. 
there's one thing that I cannot do. I, we can make it do anything. You cheat, it's a wrap. It is <laughs> over. That's fair. Thank you. That's fair. That's fair. That is. So, and I've had, I've heard it from every side, like, well, you know, we work on it, blah, blah, blah. Like you, you were willing to work on the marriage and you was messing with old boy in that, that party, part, you know, doing whatever. Disrespectful. So, thank you. Thank you. I, I, I agree. I think it is disrespectful. However, I'm more of the, like, I'm in it for the long haul. Once we decided we were going to get married, if we were dating, that was something different. Once we decided <laughs> we were going to get married, I'm like, that's it. I have no deal breakers. That's not true. You do have a deal. Breaker. I have one deal breaker. If he wakes up one morning and realizes he's gay, I can't grow a penis. So there's right. no way right. around that. No competition. Outside okay. Of, outside of that, I have no deal breakers. So anything I'm willing to work through. And so that's where we disagree a little bit. I'm not saying it's not disrespectful. I'm not saying that cheating and recovery from cheating and infidelity <laughs> in a relationship is going to be easy. We're definitely going to have an uphill battle if we have to overcome that, but it's not something I'm just willing to throw away everything for. So I, don't know. See, I, I like think what he's going with that is to ask you guys what your opinions are right. on fidelity. Well, Harvey, my question to you is, do you still have that as your? Yes. Okay, even 14 yes. years in, kids and everything. Okay. See, to me, that makes it even more apparent. To me, like we got married with that knowledge. She knew that. Right. You don't get to come to me and say, oh, it was a mistake. No, it wasn't. You was right. fully aware of what you did and you knew how I would respond to the situation. So it's not a mistake. You decided to end the relationship. Mm. To say I'm willing to fight for it, you wasn't willing to fight for a marriage when you was an old boy in the apartment. That's what mm. I'm saying. Right. So that's my response to it. So because right. I know for sure I will not cheat. I can tell you that 100%. I can't say that about a lot of things. I'm not going to. If it got to that point where I was feeling somebody else, then, you know, but I'm never doing that. that that's just me. So I guess before we answer the infidelity question, what do you guys consider, or Harvey, what do you consider infidelity first? That's a big, that's that's a big question. Go ahead. Like, yes. go ahead. It's my thing is that I think emotional cheating is, I think what he's referencing specifically it's is physical, physical okay. sexual cheating. Right. I feel like if there was any sort of emotional cheating, that would be a bigger deal for me. Yes. That would be something we have a more difficult battle to overcome. Mm -hmm. Okay. That doesn't surprise me. I know, right? Because I'm like, I feel like with women and just our hormones, it's it, the emotional part, because mm -hmm. that's really mm -hmm. gonna, it's gonna, it's really the gateway to cheating for, I feel like more women. So if a man forms an emotional bond with a woman, oof. Um, but then physical, I'm like, I, I get where you're saying because men are more physical too. Yeah, <laughs> or, yeah, most men are physical. Before. I don't want to be a stereotype. We have had it before. Um, as far as infidelity, where where do we, what line do we toe? Hmm. Why are you looking at me? I'm just waiting for you to ask a question. <laughs> let's hear it, let's hear it, man. We already like I mean, know. He knows. I mean, given given, you know, past histories. <laughs> Yeah. I, we play no games we play no games um yeah i was married before you know and i play we we don't play games mm -mm, yeah. not infidelity it's a it's an absolute deal breaker for you huh absolutely like zero absolutely. zero chance it's i get zero. it i get zero. it you, you got to start deleting stuff and hiding stuff and mm -mm, and then no mm -mm. Huh. right yeah we've had full-on discussions about which one we think is worse and 
you know, I, I've very much been on that physical side and the emotional side and that, and they're both bad to me. That's the part. I, I find the act of the, that's, I think what it is to me. And I, I mean, I don't think I'm right. It's just my opinion is that mm -hmm. to me, I imagine what it requires to physically cheat. To me, it's chances are you've got to lie about something, lie about who you with, lie about what you're doing, all that stuff. I understand the emotional part of it. Somebody you're connecting with, probably you shouldn't be, you're probably talking to them more than you're talking to your spouse. There's a lot to mm -hmm. build. So I understand both sides of it, but I think because in a way, as men, we tend to be more visual. Mm -hmm. I, I, in my head, I'm going to imagine some dude with my wife and that's the problem. So. Yeah. And I'm more of, I have the, uh, and B does not always agree, but I feel like no woman should know more about my man oh, there you go. Yeah. than me. Um, like real time, I'm like, if you have an issue, a concern, a question, come to me, don't go talk to so-and-so like, no. And then have them schooling me on you. Mm -mm. No woman should be able to what? tell me about my man. I don't want to cut you off, but that, that leads to, I think the question mm -hmm. you end up getting together and you find somebody and you get married, I feel right now the man sitting next to you knows a whole lot about you. Hmm. It knows you really well. So, so listen <laughs> here, sir. Wait is the line. That is, that is the most amazing that is, point. That, man, no, because I just no. saw something where they were like, hold on, I can't get with a woman with a male best friend. I need to greatly appreciate that point because I had never thought about that. And I, man, kudos to you because that is huge. That's no, seriously though, because yeah. that's a very good point. That's, That's a very because I and I do have another uh, best friend that is also a female. So, mm -hmm. like, that's crazy. It's interesting. How would you? How, how do you respond to that? How I respond to it is communication is the key for me. So, right up front, I and when I'm meeting someone, when we're having conversations, I'm telling them, "Hey, I have, I have." Um, I have a lot of male friends, but I have a male best friend. Like he was the man of honor at my wedding. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> I was. <laughs> so, oh, so okay. yeah. So, um, and honestly, he helps them more. He helps them out. He helps me sustain because I be ready to dip. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like, you know, I asked them, are you okay with that? And if they aren't, I haven't met someone who has verbalized that they weren't okay. I have ended up in a relationship where they said they were okay. And then later on down the road, when I ended up talking to B, not about them, but just about, and, and I was on my way to them. They're like, well, you didn't call me on the way. You were talking to Byron. It's like, I'm coming to your house. So um, I, I feel like, I feel like we we do have certain boundaries though when we get in relationships. And one of the things we talked about in our friends only episode is that we make sure that when we have significant others that we are acknowledging them, that we are embracing them too. Um, we do have inside jokes. I mean, but you know, I do, we, we will take the time to explain it if we need, you know, because we don't want anybody feeling uncomfortable. And then we do back off the communication as much, you know, as much to make the person um, feel as comfortable as possible. Uh, what do you think? No, I, I, I'm with you there. Uh, and uh, I think the biggest thing is that we, we try to become friends with 
are, you know, when we have, you know, so it's no situation where they feel like they're being left out or they don't feel welcomed. Like even anytime we get together, like, like, are you bringing so-and-so or, you know, so it's never a situation where we're like leaving the significant others out. Right. So it's like, we want to develop that relationship with them as well. Cause I'm like, well, if you're going to be dating my sis and I need to be cool with you because like, I did, first of all, I need to know who my sister's dating for, you know, before we even get to that part. But, you know, I'm, I'm always come at you, try to be friends and, you know, get to know you. Cause I mean, I don't want you to feel as if we got something to hide or we're creating a situation where it's going to make you uncomfortable or not feel safe. Right. being like oh well she's with byron again what are they doing right. how come i don't never get invited stuff like that yeah so uh, we are proactive in that like um when we start dating people and they are going to be significant in our life we will have a double date yeah. we you know or we're going out to karaoke together and having discussions and really forming a bond we're becoming facebook friends on social media following right. each other like there's no secrets we really are transparent we're open and embracing to everyone now, when the, the breakup, if the breakups happen, it's like, we, we got to do a custody battle because I might like his significant. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have that. Just I have it because I'm like, B, listen, do you want me to unfriend them? No, you know, I, and and he'll, you know, ask the same thing. And, and it's not a gang mentality, but it's like, what do you feel comfortable with? I mean, I don't care. Like, if you want to continue yeah. being friends, that's that's your business. That's fine. I'm like, who am I to tell you who you can and can't associate with? Right. You know, just because we didn't work out don't mean y'all don't have a good relationship still. Right. So that, that doesn't bother me. It's, but, it's yeah. never bothered but me. But there are sometimes where if they post something that's a little borderline and I'm like, yeah, I have to like check like, hey, is that about <laughs> you? Because I'm, I'm the guilty one on social media. I will respond like, yes, girl, 100%. And then yeah, it's yeah. like, I... And then it's like, yeah, we just had an argument. I'm like, oh man, I was, I am loyal. I promise. <laughs> so then I got to remove my reaction and my comment, but you know, we do have, it, it, it can get kind of sketchy, but yeah, you were right, Harvey. Um, and I realized there are some men who are like, nah, I ain't talking to nobody who has a male best friend. But I mean, like we are childhood. Yeah. We, we grew up together, like through, you know, in church everything so it's like yeah we we had you know sleepovers because you know even our siblings are cool so it's we've known each other literally all yeah. of our lives like people don't want it like really we grew up in a church that all the kids our age yeah. we just decided whose house are you at whose house are we all at this weekend Pretty and we much. had co-ed sleepovers and it was none of that yeah. none of that like oh no the pa the parents knew they trusted us they they knew that they were going to be home you know, it was, okay. it was that kind of party. So it's like, honestly, if something could have popped off, it would have by now, but. Yeah. But it's, it's that line has never, <laughs> never been crossed. Like, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. no. So. Now, though, B, if you're, if you had a lady with a male best friend like that, how would you feel? I Me personally, I wouldn't care. Like, I. You know, growing up, I've always been in an environment where men and women can be friends and that's not an issue. So the only time I would take issue with it is if, you know, he's like, he only wants to hang out with you and not me. And I'm just like, well, why he always wants you around, but he don't want me around. Like, that's the only time where I'm gonna be like, something's not right. And especially being a man, knowing how men can think and know how men can be. I'm like, nah, because if I was in that situation, that would be the card that I would play 
And I'm like, something's not right. And then I would voice that opinion. But if she got a male best friend, I'm cool with that. Look, I, I need another dude I can watch a game with. I'm <laughs> I'm with that. So that that yeah. I don't I don't have no problems with that at all. And I feel the same way as far as female friends. I do want to meet them, you know, and then I feel like they shouldn't have any issue meeting me. I think we're saying the same thing there um, because I know how women can be as well. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's, it, you know, I think there's just kind of the boundary discussion. Like when we're in our relationship, like what are we sharing? What are we not sharing? I mean, in the beginning of situations, like I tell B everything because like there are times where B's like, Morgan, he shot his shot right there. And I'm like, he ain't shoot no shot. That was, he just being nice. He's like, no, Morgan, he's really. And I'm like, well, then he should be more direct. He's like, that was being direct for him, you know? So he, yeah. <laughs> him and he's be like, Mo, like, yeah. that's, that's like it. Like he literally asked you out. What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> he's like, no, you got to tell me. Like, daytime, everything. So um, a lot of times they actually help them more than hinder. Like, right. it's very rare that, you know, um, B might say Morgan, that they actually said that 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 sounds off that you know so yeah yeah so do you guys have male and female friends very early on um he had a very close female friend that he was very open with he said you know in the past you know people have told me that they couldn't date me unless I stopped talking to her. And so you want me to stop talking to her? Cause I'll stop talking to her. And I was like, why would you stop talking to your friend? Like that don't, that don't even make you sound like a good person. Like, no. Yeah, I agree with that. You gotta keep your friend. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain level of loyalty too, I see. Yeah. Like, you know, like, hey, you're my future and we, we gonna be good. Like we, there were years where I was watching. <laughs> I was in isolation. Oh, <laughs> isolation um from a lot of things just due to my circumstance and but it's like you understood for the most part you know well that's what good friends do though right but yeah no i'm never gonna i don't feel as if i want to have to make you choose or you know i my thing is i just want to add to your life i don't want to change it you better come so, so yeah so that, that's 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 my biggest thing so i'm never gonna it's never gonna be a situation where i'm be like like no nah, you got you gotta only if i feel there's a reason if there is a legit reason valid reason then we will have a conversation mm-hmm. and i will just express my you know concern but other than that i'm just here to add not 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 change yeah, so but I'm like that transparency is important. Like, don't be oh, saying yeah. that we're just friends when y'all had a history of something else. Ah, right. Talking well, about they're my my cousin, and we don't we don't play them <laughs> games and play cousins. But anyway, I'm sorry you had the friend. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, oh yeah, so one of my best friends, I've known her for the longest time from another job way back, and she's the one that have actually told me about the job that I went to where I met her. So she was there. But we've been friends forever. She was the DJ at our wedding. Yeah. At the, no, at they the, remain friends. Yeah, we're still friends. That's never changed. But that wasn't that wasn't a concern. So um, I don't think that would, I don't think that would bother me. I'm not really jealous. That's not my thing. That's another thing. I'm kind of random with that. I, I said that to her. Listen, I have really had no intention of ever getting married. But you're the one. But if I'm going to marry you, I have to trust you. So good or bad, I trust you. So I don't know how you feel about the lack of jealousy from me, but I'm not, I, I have to walk in on you doing something. 
because I have to believe in you. Otherwise, this can't work out. Mm. So that's that's just the way that I've, I've always seen relationships to, you know, to my detriment, possibly. But it's I have to trust you. You say something, I have to believe you. There's I'm not checking your phone. I'm not doing all this stuff. I'm not that guy. I put my heart out there. If you stop on it, then I just take it for what it is. See, but that's it. So, so in a sense, you kind of act in, in a innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, with, Very with, with yeah. evidence, yeah. right? Yeah. You don't you don't operate off assumptions. Agreed. Okay. Yeah, I have to. I I can't. How, okay, you can't live that way. What kind of relationship would you be in if I'm always wondering about what she's doing, who she's messing around with? Is she messing around with somebody? So I can't handle that. I wouldn't be happy. Thank and you. I wouldn't be happy either. But I think that the freedom I like too, like to be an adult and to make responsible choices and to know that somebody on the other side is very aware that I'm making those responsible choices. Mm -hmm. My phone is not blowing up. I travel a lot. My phone's not blowing up. Like I call when I call. If I don't, it doesn't matter. Like it's- Yeah, I still want to know that she's safe. I'm not, it's my wife. I'm not saying I don't call. No. I don't act irresponsibly. What I'm saying is- <laughs> Right, right. I have a lot of freedom and that's something I appreciate. And I had expressed that to my brother on one of my trips. I had went uh, to Kansas City with my brother and I was like, you know, you see my phone hasn't rang at all. Like he is not worried. Like he's not pressed where I am. And I kind of like that. I'm gonna call him, but <laughs> I kind of like that, you know, <laughs> I didn't have to. Right. Yeah. I mean, part of that is the reason your phone is about one, I trust you infinitely. Two, yeah. we have four kids. So I'm watching. Oh, yeah. oh man. So you are already busy. Yeah. I so I'm it. pretty busy. But right. even if we didn't, even if we didn't, if I didn't trust her, you know, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have stolen my last name, you know, and made it better. Well, Nobody stole second. your last name. No, you, no. He offered it on a silver platter. Yes, hey, <laughs> <laughs> come on, somebody. <laughs> yeah. Come on, I like somebody. That. I like, um, you, you, the, so you, you heard what he said, right? I heard what he said, okay. B. I heard it. I just, I just, listen, I just, I just love the fact that she hears what i be saying from other people mm. so then in a sense it validates because i i always say if you hear from one person okay but if you hear the same thing from multiple people maybe mm. you might want to consider mm -hmm. what's being said <laughs> mm -hmm. just a thought and i do <laughs> consider and i love freedom as well and i love giving freedom Un but, until mm -hmm. not a but because that negates everything i love giving okay, freedom until okay. there is a reason that i maybe should kind of hone in a little bit all i'm saying is you just maybe need to let that leash not so short leash. not so short okay <laughs> you have to be comfortable with it i think to yeah. be that way to be and i'm very if you listen to me and talk to me, I'm very black and white about things. Mm -hmm. So to be that comfortable with somebody requires, that's just kind of my personality. And it has to work with the person. Like I trust her because I trust her. It, it all rolls up. I love her because of this. I mean, she's bad. We know that. But all the rest of that stuff works with it. I trust her. She's intelligent, all that stuff. And I know she loves me. Therefore, I can be, all right, she's going to be away for a week. And she's not going to mess with anybody because mm -hmm. she recognizes what's here. Not everybody can do that. Right. And it's especially big for me because the big relationship before this one was a really bad relationship where I was cheated on 
just crazy. So I got to the point where I was like, I'm not taking anymore. So I got to that point. It's not organically. It kind of just kind of got thrown in my face. So if I'm going to get with anybody, it's because I know what it feels like on the other side. So if I'm going to marry or be in a real relationship right. with somebody, I have to trust the infinite. And that's a hard thing to do. But then how did you get to the point where you could trust infinitely after that situation? It took a minute. I'm not gonna okay. lie. It, it took a minute after that, after that relationship just messed me up for a while. I had my fun. I did my shenanigans and such after that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is a whole, I'm a whole thing. I had all issues with family and trust and all those kind of things, but it was really just, it was really meeting her and we were friends first. And she had yeah. kids before she met me. So two of our kids, she had a previous relationship and I got to know her and trust was built. Obviously I was physically attracted to her, but when we talked and the relationship grew and I'm like, this is somebody I can take the risk. I can take the plunge and I can hope for the best. I, I didn't trust her infinitely. I never, I mean, not immediately, right? but we okay. got there. And, and that's, that takes time. That's every relationship. There's always going to be something you got to put in time. You got to put in effort. But once you get there, once I'm like, okay, we're it, we're together, mm -hmm. no more concerns. I trust. So there you. was a proving, not a proving, but a, a way that she proved how trustworthy she was. Right, but that's yes. a, that's every relationship, right? Yeah. No matter yes. who, yeah, the person has to be true, has to be to show themselves to be trustworthy, to be mature, to be emotionally available. All the all the buzzwords that are out there now, oh, all the stuff, and that's. It's always been the case. And like you said, if somebody, I guess the difference between me and you is that if somebody breaks that trust by cheating, I'm not fixing it. You don't, it doesn't, I don't rein in the leash. I cut it because it's a wrap. You need to cut it. Yeah. So okay. that's, that's the difference. So if I trust you, I'm not tooting my own horn, but if I trust you, you've earned it and you must be good. Don't do something to lose it because you don't get a second chance. That part. See, I think my chances, the time that I give chances now are just shorter. It's like, okay, you need to. Continue. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I think you need, I just would like to see more of an opportunity first. You're given an opportunity. At yeah, yo, listen, ma'am. Sir. Uh, you, you give opportunities, but your opportunity is like, uh, well, you did this. So now I can't trust you. No, it's like, so now we're done see yeah because i've allowed the things to build up before and kept excusing excusing what things different things before okay and different scenarios within this within isolated a, within, within this situation no, no, within this isolated situation we're not talking about previous situations that led you to be how who you are today we're talking about this isolated situation things happen that led you I told you. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm here. So I have a question for you. So yeah. In if a man is in a, whoever is in a relationship with you, are they allowed to have imperfections and you stay around for them? That's a good question. Yes. You see how fast he turned. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I will answer. I think yes. If in in her words, it's my, it's I, know, my turn. I know, but in your words, he's talking quiet. Communication <laughs> being the key, and if they're transparent, is pretty much what she'll say. 
What's wrong with that? Nothing. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm just making sure I answered it right. Oh, okay. Did I answer it right? You answered it okay, right. Okay, then. Why are you trying to come for me? Thank you. CJ Love. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, but I, like I said, though, I think I think uh, the 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 thing that I've been trying to stress with her is this is not an intervention for me. It's sir. not. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm just like. But I mean, I think it 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 uh, it shows the difference, the yeah. difference between us. Whereas, like, I think a lot of times you can be black and white, mm-hmm. and with me, I'm like, yeah, things are black and white, but there is this whole gray area. that you have to learn how to operate and navigate in because it's not always just cut and dry. Yeah. It's not always just cut and dry. Cause I'm like, you can operate in that black or white. And if they do something and you're just like, I'm done. Well, but hold on. My friend over here talks about past traumas and previous experiences. So you don't necessarily know what's been going on with them or what they've been dealing with or what they've gone through. So if you don't operate within this gray area to see what's going on first, before you make this clear cut black and white decision, you know what I'm saying? That That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Which we have discussed. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> we have discussed not necessarily justifying or excusing the behavior, but do having some yeah. understanding and awareness. Yeah. So but yeah, and but I, I think that all comes with the whole the, the whole dating process. Taking time to date. Because I I I I feel like, especially nowadays, when you see people when they date, it's just like you meet today, you're you're dating tomorrow, and then a week later you guys are moving in together. And I'm just oh. like, well, you don't even really know that person. You you haven't even taken the time to really get to know like how they are, who they are what they are or anything like Mm -hmm. so that's why I I you know I say you know you can casually date you know there's exclusivity when dating so there's there's steps you know and that you go through the process before you say okay hey I want to be in a committed relationship with you because I think that the, the dating process is what saves you the trouble of jumping into a relationship and then you see all these red flags that you would have had the opportunity to see if y'all had have dated, but now you're together and then you almost feel obligated to stay in this relationship, even though these red flags could be a huge problem. And you're and and rather than getting out, you're like, well, I, I have to stay and try to make it work. Because I've invested time. Yeah. And yeah, you've invested a lot. Well, what I am thinking about is if you think there's any sort of influence that maybe reality TV or social media, because everything is kind of more enhanced, fast paced, like go, go, go. We're getting married at first sight. We're thinking love is blind and we're getting engaged. Like we're like, everything is fast. Yes. You think that there's an influence there that might be pushing people to be like, oh, you know what? If if we're going to be in love, we're in love and we need to like do this like now. Yeah, I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. I think I, it's crazy how society really dictates what's the norm and what's right and what's wrong. And I just, especially with social media, I, I, I'm old school. I've had uh, women that lose interest because I move too slow. But my thing is, I'm just like, hey, 
I need to know what I'm getting myself into. You know, I, I want to know what I'm investing my time in because I don't, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I can't, I can't deal in, maybe that's more the more, the more logical side of me in that regard, which is probably an issue that I've learned is I've been more logical than just operating within my feelings. But I think that's a trait that an Aquarius uh, tends to have issues with is, is expressing their feelings and sharing their feelings. But, uh, like, no, I need to see what I'm dealing with. I need to get to know you. I need, I need all that. I need all that before I just be like, Hey, let's be together. Cause no, I'm not, especially with me and I love hard and no, I'm like, no, you're not going to get me out of my feelings. And then I find out you crazy. Like, healing, and then, healing. okay, healing. Sorry. You know, I get it. <laughs> I, hate the word crazy. I know you hate the word crazy, but it is what it is. <laughs> Cause there are some folks out there that are healing and need more healing. And that is the political way of saying crazy. You know <laughs> I get it. I get it. They said that we be can, Kim K. Yeah. You wake up one yeah. day, you realize you married to Kanye and he's not. Totally yeah. well. I get it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I need, I need, even if it's just a preview of all the many different sides of you, I need to see that just so I can make that, you know, educated decision, empowered decision to be like, uh, I can, I think I can handle this or this is too much. Uh-uh, I'm good. Whereas I'm you more, know. I'm always the hopeless romantic, yeah. like, Love at first sight. <laughs> Steve Harvey saw Marjorie. There's my wife. But then it's like 20 years. Why don't y'all just get married on the set? You know? So, <laughs> yeah, no. so that that's me. And it's like, even if it meets somebody, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta be the flower girl. Like, I'm all mm-hmm. hyped. And he's like, you just moving too fast, Mo. You yeah. moving. <laughs> we just we just hung out one time. Oh, we went on one date. <laughs> And I'm Chill like, out. calculate, yes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. But Cause, yeah, because you're quick to be like, well, do I get to meet her? I was like, listen, right. When it's somebody that's that that's that I feel as if important, I'll bring them around. But if I don't bring them around, they, they trust me. Right. Cause I literally keep a file, not a not a file, not a whole lot of people, people. But <laughs> <laughs> put me on blast, huh? No, but like even people at work, like that you may talk about who have nothing romantic I just keep a file right and I'm like how are they doing he's like Morgan if there's somebody who is like significant you will know you will know yes. you will know so whereas I'm like B you need to meet him we just met two weeks ago and right <laughs> <laughs> you you do the screener with your logical stuff so yeah. then I know if it's cool because you know yeah because you yeah I'm you like, like zero to 100 real quick <laughs> And yeah. I'm like, uh, let me go take this good drive on cruise control. Right. I'll get there when I get there. Right. Yeah. No, no. So, so that's yeah, that's dope. Well, I, I so think we we complement each other though. It's like do. a yin and a yang. Yeah, because oh, I'm no like, doubt. be be listen, if it's for real, like you need to move. You 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 take a long time, brother, but sometimes you do need to move or be because be a little bit more direct. Like she's not picking up on this cue. So and then B would be like, Mo, you're a little intense. Back up. <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah it's definitely yin and yang but so, so yeah. kind, of, kind of working off of that then so we're kind of talking about dating and such so i think one thing that's big right now is standards mm-hmm. that people have for each other so since i'm gonna start with you b mm-hmm. 
do you have a list or do you have like what standards do you have for somebody that you might date a few things that they have to bring to the potential relationship uh it's funny you should ask that because that's one thing that i've been uh thinking about more so than ever before because i think a lot of times I would used to be like, oh, I think she's attractive. So let me go talk to her and, and get a vibe from her. I used to operate more on a vibe and not necessarily what you bring to the table. But I'm learning now that I'm like, okay, so the past hasn't really worked out like that. So let me see what you bring to the table. And like, because now I'm, I'm looking at things like, I need somebody that I can build with. Like, I don't, I don't want to have to uh do everything myself or you do everything yourself i just, i just need us to come together and then just go from there so i mean i do have standards now they're not like rock solid or anything like area. that i don't have a list per se or nothing like that not, not like my sis here she has a list she you do i have black but, and white she has gray <laughs> but uh i i think i um i do look for more you know i need more more uh, substance and I think I need more things that are you know more solid than before where I'm just like I can work with that like I don't need a project anymore basically like I need somebody who is put together and is coming with it so we can get together and do great together mm -hmm. so yeah because I, I have I guess I have been known to take on projects in my day and then it, it ends up stressing me and bringing me down because I'm just like, I know where I could be right now, but it's harder for me to get there because I'm carrying the both of us, you know? So yeah, I, I'm realizing that standards are necessary now, especially. So yes, I do have standards. Okay. They're not concrete. They're not, you know, but I do have some things that I'm looking for now. Growing up. Oh, just listen at you. Your 40 years. <laughs> listen your 40 years. Grow <laughs> oh, uh, so fast. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> no, because I, I, that's a big deal because we just talked about like non-negotiables and different yeah. things a couple weeks ago. So it's huge that you've been processing that and yeah. are aware. I mean, um, I won't necessarily say that I have non-negotiables though. I know, but I do have things that I look for. And if you don't have them, you know, when I operate in my gray area, I give you the opportunity to show me or prove to me that mm -hmm. like, okay, this may not be my strong suit, but this is something that I'm willing to work on for the betterment of us. So, and if, and if I see that, I then I'm like, okay, I can work with that. It's like, my mom used to always tell me, she says that I'm willing to do anything for you. I will go to the moon and back for you. Whatever you need, I'll give it to you. But I just need to see that you are actively working towards that as well. Mm -hmm. If I see the effort, I got you 100%. But I need to see that effort first. When I see that effort, I'll work with you. I got your back. I'll do whatever you need, support, everything. I just need to see the effort there first. Yeah. That's real. That's real. And I think like going to the, like, um, somebody mentioned, like they were um, checking B and I, and they're like, you, I'm Morgan and they're a friend of mine. But I said, they said, I think I found, I think you found somebody who loves as hard as you do. Um, and so that's the thing with B, like he definitely loves hard, but he's going to take a while 
to give yeah. that out. But then once he's locked in, yes, yeah. it's solid. And it's like, you don't see that, you know, you know, so um, whereas for me, as far as standards, um, I do have some initial ones. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, I do a background check. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> but uh, the reason being like, there's always reason, you know, how it's like procedures aren't set in place until like somebody actually does something. Oh, right. Sure. So it's yeah. like no dogs at the pool. Cause somebody brought their dog to the pool and they bit everybody and got ready. You know? So it's like, <laughs> so, so extreme, and, but, but the situation was extreme where I did not do a background check and found out the person had warrant outstanding warrants and it's like if we were and we rode together in the car we were at places like that could have affected me my son and everything else so but I didn't know right so I do I I, it's important for me to have safety and so I do I do look at background checks but I give grace and knowing that people can be redeemed and that there is redemption right but if you have something outstanding like recent I'm going to at least ask you about it. I'm going to ask you about it. Um, ask first and then do the background check later. Like, is it like, you know, first day we're getting to know each other. Anything first, I first conversation. Because it's like, do we even need to go any further? Okay. Can you be transparent about what you've done, good, bad, or ugly? Because I'm going to be transparent about what I've done, good, bad, or ugly. Even if I have not been caught on paper. I disagree, though. I know you do. We, we've got into yeah, this. Yeah, we have. <laughs> I disagree. He definitely disagree. But see the it, but for me, the issue is because B takes B has a longer fuse. I have a very short one and I know myself. So it's like I need to just figure it out before I really like go all in. And then I'm like, I'm here, ride or die. And then we die in. And then I have a child. So it's like it's not just me anymore. And I have to think about that a little bit more. I get it. Absolutely. But even still, like. I don't feel as if I need to tell you that I'm a felon on my first date because then you're going to just bounce. What if you just bounce? Because you, I like to go to the shooting range. Felons can't have guns. They can't have guns and can't shoot. Okay. In the house. So I'm like, that's something that we need to establish up front. And that's necessary to know. I I do like safety. That's fair. I would say the stuff that I didn't get caught about on paper, though, that stuff I might not reveal, especially on a first date. Like, you don't need to know where all the bodies are buried yet. Thank you. Right. So I'm going to just check it out before but you we want to have that conversation. It's like it's not on paper. You know? Yeah, no, no, not like now. I ain't revealing everything that, you know, but it's like the stuff that may affect us that you may like, I don't want to get three months down the road and you're like, man, I'm all in. And then you find something out. I don't want that to where we have to like have a discussion. You have to think about whether or not you can deal with it. No, I'm going to tell you not within the first day, like as we're going through things mm-hmm. and talking and discussing, because it's like, if I'm coming and asking you questions, I'm going to answer the same ones. I just feel like that's fair. If I want transparency, I'm going to give transparency and communication. So it's like, I'm not going to ask you to do anything that I'm not willing to do. Okay. Right. So then the standard two, which I learned from my brother is, <laughs> you know, basically having your own place, having your own oh, job, yeah. you know, yeah. having your own car. Um, and then for me, I added having a purpose, like knowing 
like not necessarily like all in the bag, like exactly what you're here for, but knowing that you at least have a purpose and that you have something to lose. Because if you don't have, like feel like you have something to lose, like if you're not actively pursuing something, a dream, something, you know, you it, it's easier for you to throw your life away, but then it's gonna affect mine too, so. So that that's really the standard for me. I mean, I need them to smell good. Yeah, I don't have you stinking. Don't have stinky breath. Please don't. Please. <laughs> yeah. Hygiene is important. Hygiene. That's fair to say. Hygiene's on everybody's yeah. little hygiene. standards yeah. list. That's the foundation upon which we build all other standards. It's just hygiene. Hygiene. And and my family will roast you. And my friends will absolutely roast you. So don't know. I'm trying to save you, sir. Like, Use the breath mint. <laughs> 100% before we go. Listen, <laughs> you ate that garlic aioli, it was fire, but come on, let's, let's go and brush some teeth before we go up in here. Like, ooh, where, where old garlic breath at? Nah, you can't, because we get people nicknamed. <laughs> nah, man. Mm -mm. So but those are my standards. And I feel like I can hit gray area in certain ones right as long as you see the effort i think that's the huge effort. the effort yeah i mean like, i need you to have a job everybody has their moments where they're in between right. or they're, they're down but as long as you're actively working towards bettering yourself or getting to that point where you have your own house or your own car or whatever the case may be job, job i can work with you but, I, yeah. but if you ain't if, if you ain't got no job or whatever the case and, and you ain't actively trying to get no job mm -hmm. i'm like sis why is you dating him right but i think i think Honestly, when we talk about dating, I think men give women more leeway than women can afford to give men leeway. Okay. And afford. Did you know? What'd you say? And afford. That's interesting. Yeah. Why? Elaborate. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> so, so I feel like men enjoy saving i'm not going to use i'm going to use the term captain save a hoe like they enjoy you know helping a woman and, Wait, and enjoy yes or yes providing or just being there to you know give right that's not to really be like, like i've literally had somebody be like uh where can i help you at um, and so then it's like well, you can help me by being my companion, like being, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, but I feel like men are just like, oh, you ain't got that stuff. Okay. I got it. I'll, I'll move you in. I'll, I'll, I'll give you rides, baby. I'll do whatever else. Whereas there's more women who are at different points in their lives, or they may have children or wherever, where there are some, there are some who's like, you know, the lady that her her man's driving her car and going to see other women or whatever. But I mean, some, there's there's a few. But I feel like there's more men who, but, but most of the time, in my experience, okay. the women are more stable. So it's like, she's going to drive your car or whatever, but she ain't going to creep or nothing like that. But <laughs> so where I, where I say afford, I feel like... Um, just like women naturally matures quicker than men. So it's like, if we're at a certain point in our lives- There we go with we that again. I know there's you, science behind uh, it, sir. Okay, science. Okay, science. There's science behind it. But we naturally mature quicker. So it's like a lot of times we obtain more 
quicker and we can't afford to have somebody like hinder that or risk it. And if we do, it's like, they better be on point. Whereas men are like, they're more like, I feel like women are more like giving, but men are more solid logical. So it's like, she ain't gonna affect it if she does. No, I just think, I just think uh, society and especially with the social media being able to push this whole agenda. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, oh, if this man ain't making all kinds of money and I ain't getting flown out, flew it out as they say, or, you know, if you, if you really love me, cash at me. No, no. Because that, that, that's, that's the huge thing. It is. Like, I, like I, I get what you're saying. Outlier, where you said what? I feel like that woman's the outlier though. I feel like the majority of women want you to at least pay for the dates. If we're going out, pay for the dates, be able to do that. But I feel like the outliers are the one who want all this extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's not as uncommon as you think. Like you said, we gonna... are, we're kind of, you know, we've been out of the dating scene. I'm, I'm sorry, gonna... I'm out of the dating scene. I, I mean, no, I, I'm just, I'm just going to tell you like, it's, uh, it's like, cause I don't know. I don't know how much you guys like are on social media and like Facebook or whatever the case may be, but like, I'll be seeing memes where they'll be like, it's always not, it's always what you're doing or not, not what bill you need paid or, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, cash up your woman $20 or $200 so she can get her hair and nails done. I'm just like, what, what, what? I said 200, I okay. fixed it. I'm like, $20 ain't doing nothing. But I'm like, <laughs> Why, why I need to do all of that? Like, it's not that I don't have a problem doing all that, but from jump, like you want me to do all this extra from jump? Like, nah, I'm good. And for me, I'm like, you ain't about to sit here and say, I wouldn't have this without you. You, mm-mm. But there are some people who are like, I don't care whatever you say. I want this, this, and this. So, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. I would have a question. Like if you can't get your hair and your nails done or whatever on your own, then like, what were you doing before me? That would be my question. Mm -hmm. But I I just, I don't know any of those women who have wanted that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't. You know, you know them. You may not know, you know them. You can't name not one of them to me off camera. You can't name not one. Um, write it down (laughs) well (laughs) what i could say is that if i were in this i see what you're talking about in terms of social media in terms of expectations and what it requires to date i would be a problem in this dating world right now because i'm not giving you a dime i'm not i'm like you i'm older than you i am what's the term i'm used to just taking care of dates or opening the door, I'm chivalrous and all this stuff. That's the way I've always been. Right. That's just how I am, but I'm not paying for you, you to get your hair. I'm not, I'm not paying for you to get your nails done. Um, I would rather see you the way you are on a regular Wednesday, as opposed to how I set you up. There's certain, exp- I'm not that, I'm not that guy. I mean, chances are, I don't know when I date you or that first date, I want to see you at your best or at your regular self and if i have to put all that work in and you can't hmm, 
<laughs> maybe we're just not meant to be you know it's just but i'd be a problem if i was dating right now this i wouldn't work out because yeah. i'd be like no nah, i can't deal with you what you need this no nah, i can't do it yeah, no, I'm yeah. Not that like guy. if i if i offer that's one thing yeah like give that's me you, you want to give me a like, gift? let me let yeah. me offer but you gonna off, off top you want to expect and require um you miss you go ahead to the next guy go ahead <laughs> go ahead to the next guy that's gonna pay that because mm-hmm. I'm like, to me, your intentions don't even seem real and genuine anyway. If you already asking me for money and you don't even know me like that, I'm like, maybe you need to get yourself together first. So you ain't even got to ask like me for no money. Like that. But, you know. We, um, so we have, we've talked to couples when we do this up, um, podcast, but we have you two as friends. And I think I'm going to try to kind of tweak the question that we ask couples at the end. Okay. And we ask couples, why are you better because of the relationship that you're in with that particular spouse? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna throw that to you too. B, why are you a better man because of this friendship you have with Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, I will say that um, I think she makes me think more so as far as like uh, how can I put this uh okay so the best way that I would the 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 best way I could say is this like me knowing how I am and again I, I reference my Aquarius I can be super logical like and everything is just like well that don't make sense and I don't necessarily think with my feelings or think about how somebody may feel in that situation. So I do think she helps me, she helps me tap into that, which is huge for me because I can be like, well, that doesn't make sense. And then I'll just shut you down. And I'm not even trying to hear what you have to say or how you feel because I'm like, well, that makes absolutely no sense how you feel that way. Like, there's no reason for you to feel that way. So it, it, it really helps me to be open to uh, sharing my feelings. And I think my, my last relationship taught me this as well, mm-hmm. is, is being able to share my feelings and being more emotionally vulnerable, uh, which is hard. I think it's hard in general for men because th- that word vulnerable just seems to have a negative connotation mm-hmm. with it. But um, I, I'm realizing that there has to be a level of vulnerability within your relationship uh, to give that woman a sense of security within that relationship that, okay, you know, he is fully opening himself up to me, which allows them to feel safe, you know, which in turn uh, gives them that secure feeling that they can be feminine and submissive, you know, and operate within their what femininity is that femininity. Yeah, femininity. There we go. But I think that's 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 huge for me because like even looking back on previous relationships, like I had one relationship where we had been dating for a while and uh you know I would, you know, I would help her out when, when she needed it, if she needed help on a bill or whatever the case may be, you know, I had my place, she had her own place. And, you know, I wasn't, you know, financially sound where I could do that. Well, I just 
logically I was like, well, we should just move in together because then your bills become my bills and I'm not paying two sets of bills. Well, hindsight 2020, looking back on that, that was not a very uh, good reason to want to move in with your significant other. I think there should have been more of an emotional what like I want to move in with this, but I want to live with my, you know? And so it's like, I, I'm realizing, I'm learning how to operate within my feelings and emotions and being able to tap into that. Whereas before it was definitely not an easy thing for me. And uh, so like, that's that's huge for me because I think it's it's definitely made me a better person. So now I don't seem like this robot who's like emotionless, you know, and just kind of just like that it doesn't make sense, does not compute and, you know, stuff like that. So like, that's huge for me. And I, and I think that with, with us doing this podcast, it's definitely opened my eyes up uh, to a lot emotionally, which is huge because, you know, you got to be able to communicate your emotions with, with women being emotionally based and driven. So you, you, it's like, that's a level of communication that you got to be able to tap into in order to you know, make the relationship work. So I like that. Kudos. Okay. You did that. Praise Jesus. Look. I'm just kidding. Um, so for me, how our friendship has helped me is um in many, many ways. Um childhood trauma to me said, um men are not good and they are dangerous and I have to always protect myself and oh lord I'm not about to care um but like (laughs) be consistently being there um because people said you and B have been doing podcasts since y'all were little like like, you just now have a platform from for it but be always being someone that I could go to um with the good bad or ugly as a friend um like solidified that and then not trying anything like extra like like not not utilizing the situation or manipulating the situation for something that wasn't within friendship holding the boundaries but yet being someone safe um has has shown me that men can be safe um in fact even when i was going to college my mom was very concerned about me because i was so comfortable with b and my guy friends because they were safe places that she's like you're gonna go to school because it's like finally i get to lift down my armor but then she's like you're gonna go to school and think every guy is a safe place i mean even a like up a year ago i was like i was going on a first date and i was telling a friend i'm like i just feel like this is my brother and he should protect me and she's like Morning, that don't even make sense. It's scary. Like, don't don't do that. Don't go into it like that. And I'm like, you're right, you're right. But B has been a place of safety. B has been a place of consistency for me. And B is really um, one of like Jill Scott says. She says, if you can tell me what to do, you can tell me what to do. Not like that though, but like like B knows how to like tell me. Morgan, you're tripping. <laughs> Morgan, that ain't what it is. No. And listen to me, you know, and so, and without me, with me being able to consider the source, like this is my brother, he cares about me and um, he's not gonna just like try to get at me or manipulate or betray me. So, you know, he's been a place of um, consistency safety, but also correction in a way, accountability, 
in some situations. Um, and to see that I can have that in a male friend has actually helped me be open to um, pursuing, you know, other friendships with men. And it's also um, taught me how to have a conversation with a man that just doesn't automatically go to seduction because a lot of women do that with men. And so they skip that level of friendship because they don't know really how to talk to men. But because I know how to talk to B um, and EC and, and other males, my brothers, like I'm able to really have a conversation and men are just like, you really got me thinking, you know, instead of, oh, you got me without, you know, I mean, that comes, but it's like, no, no, like we gonna have a conversation. We're going to build a friendship because I know what that looks like. And so that for that, I appreciate you for real in our friendship. This is a fantastic conversation. I love it. I love it. I like black love in every way, romantic, tonic, <laughs> just happy. I, what I like about you two, you two really are the different sides of the coin. You really do yeah. work well with each other. Thank you. I had other questions, but I can't keep you all day. Maybe when we do this again, we'll do a part two. That's oh, it. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, definitely. But this has been really fun. Really good to talk about. Just I like talking to black people. It just does. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do. I love it. Yes. Yeah, so. so thank, thank you, you again for having yes, us. Thank and you. And for we us allowed, yes, we did, and for allowing us to do the crossover. This is dope. Of course. More, of course. more to come. Yes, yes, no doubt. We're super excited. And Harvey, on our end, I think we've definitely learned that love is perspective. Perspective. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love that word, baby. Perspective. Well did. Love is many things. But this good love is black. Thanks for listening to the Love is Black podcast. Please help support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. And connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Love is Black Podcast. See you next week.